Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Hi. My name is Adam Reichert, co-host of the Talk Eastern Europe podcast. I'm sure you have heard about the country of Belarus, which has been dominating international news headlines and the massive protests and violence that broke out there. To understand this country better, we have prepared a special documentary podcast series called The Story of Belarus, The Nation, Its History, and A New Hope. In this 10-episode documentary, we explore the country in greater detail. You can learn more by visiting www.neweasterneurope.eu slash Belarus or listen anywhere you find podcasts. Ever want to record your own podcast? We're looking no further than Anchor. Not only do they have the creation tools which allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, but Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. Anchor app. Go download it. Start today. What's up, guys, and welcome to the second installment of the Post Bay Podcast. Of course, it's your host, Justin Bro. And in today's episode, I will be touching on 10 trades that I found pretty intriguing that happened during the 2019 NBA draft. Alright, the first trade I want to talk about is the Utah Jazz and Memphis Grizzlies. This trade didn't actually happen during the draft, it happened a day or two before. Now, with Mike Conley going to the Jazz, if you guys listened to my last episode, which if you haven't, you should go ahead and check that out. Set promo, set promo. Um, Mike Conley is a really, really nice player. And I talked about the Jazz possibly making a move to make a run at the championship this year with the Warriors being pretty much looking at their end of the dynasty. Kevin Durant possibly leaving. Clay Thompson, not sure when he's going to come back. So a lot of teams are putting all their eggs in the basket and trying to make a run for this, man. And with Mike Conley going to the Jazz, he's a perfect fit over there. Uh, he compliments Donovan Mitchell well. Mike Conley is a very, very underrated point guard. He can do everything that you want from a point guard. He's a great defender, great leader in the locker room. He's a veteran. He's able to control the pace of the game. He can shoot the ball, nice pick and roll player. There's, there's not really much more that you want from a point guard. He is very, very complete. He just hasn't made an all-star game because he isn't the flashiest type of guy. And he's in the West. The West is stacked with point guards and has been for years. Now, looking at things from the Grizzlies' perspective, they received Jay Crowder. I mean, he's a nice green d guy. Uh, I predict he's going to be traded by the trade deadline in this upcoming season. That seems to happen every year with Jay Crowder. A team making a push for the playoffs or looking for a deep playoff uh, type of run. They always look for guys like Jay Crowder. Nice 3D guy. They can bring off the bench or be a spot starter. Get minutes. And basically they can rely on him. Kyle Corver, That was pretty interesting. Um, I think it's going to be brought out. Honestly, he could be a target for the Lakers. 
in my opinion. Um, Corbett talked about actually retiring, but I was reading up on it. Uh, after the draft, he talked about maybe playing another year or two. So who knows what that's going to happen? Well, with that situation, what's going to happen? Grayson Allen, he's an okay shooter. Former first-round pick out of Duke. I uh, spent more time in the G League than in the regular season, so can't really say for certain what he's going to be other than possibly a solid role player who knows and the Grizzlies also received a future first round draft pick which is nice for a rebuilding team um, just stacking those assets man because the Grizzlies don't control their their uh, draft pick next year I believe it's top six or top eight protected if not it goes to the Celtics so it's always nice to you know have an extra draft pick if it is indeed for next year they haven't really said if it's for next year or for some years down the line either way it's always good to have another first round draft pick that you can either use on a player that you like or combine with a couple more assets so you can so you can move up and grab a player that you like kind of like what the hawks did with this next trade i'm going to talk about now the hawks moved up to get the fourth pick uh they selected deandre hunter with it they also received the 57th pick Solomon Hill's contract and a future second round draft pick. Now, DeAndre Hunter, he fits the Hawks' timeline. Uh, he's been compared to Jimmy Butler. He's a nice uh, 3 and D player, very physical. He's around like 6'7", if I'm not mistaken. Um, my prediction is that they're going to play him at the 3 or the 4. They also selected uh, Cam Reddish later in the draft. Who can also play the 304? He's around 6'7, 6'8. They have a very, very nice core with Trey Young and John Collins and those boys over there. Kevin Herter. So who knows what's gonna happen with that team? Solomon Hill is an expiring contract. The Hawks have like three or four of them. Um off the top of my head. I can't think of any players. Oh, Kent Bazemore. He's expiring. They they're gonna have a lot of cap room um next season due to these expirings so don't be surprised if the hawks are in the market for a big player i mean a lot of players in the nba they live in atlanta during the off season trey young is very infectious uh he should be able to draw in more players especially in, in that environment that they're creating so don't be surprised if the hawks are linked to big fridges uh next year and for the Pelicans, they uh, traded back from with that fourth pick. They received the eighth pick, Jackson Hayes, 17th pick, Nikhil Alex Walker, the 35th pick, D.D. Silva, and a 2020 top 10 protected Cleveland pick. Now, with the Pelicans, it looks like they were drafting for need more than anything. Jackson Hayes, he's a center. He's a nice rim protector. Uh, he can catch alleys. He's a threat. He's very athletic. Now his comps are a young Tyson Chandler or a Mitchell Robinson. Uh, David Griffin believes that he is the perfect complement to Zion. I'm not completely sold on it. I would still like to have a shooter out there being that Lonzo can't really shoot. Brandon Ingram isn't really a shooter. It's gonna be very, very clogged in that paint. But nonetheless, in Alvin Gentry's offense, it's all about running in transition. And come on, you have Lonzo pushing the ball up the floor. You have Zion running. Going to have Jackson Hayes running. That's that's going to be a very, very high-tempo offense. So it's, it's pretty interesting to see how he's going to fit. He's very raw. He's going to be a project for sure. But nonetheless, he 
he can fit in with the team, according to David Griffin. Now, Nikhil Alex Walker, he's going to be a solid role player. He's a nice shooter, combo guard, around 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, uh, he's the cousin of Shea Gilgis Alexander. They share very similar uh, characteristics. He isn't um, a defender like Shea, but he, he can hold his own. He's above average. Very, very solid pick by the Pelicans. Didi Silva, he's going to be a draft and stash player. Don't look for him to be wearing a uniform this upcoming season, maybe a year or two after, but who knows with draft and stash players. Sometimes they're just having a good old time overseas and never decide to come to the league. So who knows what that situation is going to be like. And the Pelicans also received a 2020 top 10 protected pick from Cleveland. Now, Cleveland isn't going to be a very good team. It's especially after what they've done in the draft. I'm going to save that for another episode. But um, let's say Cleveland finishes with like the 6th or 7th worst record. It's not out of the realm of them falling in the draft to the 11th pick or 12th pick. I mean, just look at what happened um, in this draft lottery. Like The possibilities are endless. You never really know. And with David Griffin's luck, I wouldn't be surprised if that pick did fall to 11th or so and is another asset for him to play around with. Next up, we have the return of cash considerations as the Suns traded away TJ Warren in a 30-second pick for, yeah, you guessed it, cash considerations. Now, this was very eyebrow-raising as the Suns creating cap. It's very, very weird as they weren't really linked to any free agents. And they basically gave away TJ Warren for nothing. But if you look on Twitter, a couple minutes after this trade went through, D'Angelo Russell tweeted out Halloween Boys. Now, is this a reference towards D'Lo and Devin Booker becoming a duo and not being a nickname? Who knows? Stay tuned. D'Lo, Booker, and Towns are best friends. And Timberwolves have for sure been linked to D'Lo. But now, since opening up cap room, it looks like the Suns are in play for D'Lo too. But who knows how that's going to go down because D'Lo is a restricted free agent. So no matter where he signs, the Nets can always match it if they really want to keep him. Or they can do a sign and trade and get more pieces in exchange for D'Lo. Now looking at things from the Pacers perspective, this is a very, very good trade for them. They're receiving TJ Warren, who was a solid player. He's not on a bad contract. He's on a very serviceable contract. Um, he's a nice 3 and D player. He can play the 3 or 4. Probably better suited playing the 4. Uh, his shooting splits are a whole lot better compared to where he was two years ago, where he had the Ben Simmons syndrome and just refused to shoot the ball. They also received a second-round pick in the trade, which <laughs> makes it even better for them. Now, the Pacers have Bogdanovich, who is a free agent. Um, they aren't sure if he's going to come back. There's a lot of teams interested in Bogdanovich. So, if he does, in fact, walk, getting TJ Warren isn't a bad section op second option. Now, he isn't Bogdanovich by any stretch of the imagination, but getting TJ Warren will help lessen that blow. I mean, it's better than having nothing in exchange for losing Bogdanovich. The Suns weren't done making trades. They ended up trading the sixth pick that they had to the Wolves in exchange for 11th pick and Dario Saric. Now, the Wolves with that sixth pick selected Jared Culver. He's a nice two guard who can play the three. 
Uh, this should be a telling sign regarding Wiggins as they're more than likely looking to move on from him. It's just a matter of nobody really wanting to take on Andrew Wiggins' contract as he is making a ridiculous amount of money compared to what he brings to the table. But nonetheless, very, very solid pick by the T-Wolves. Jared Cover is going to be a, a nice a nice player for them. Now, looking at things from the Suns, Dario Sarge is a nice player. Um, he can stretch the floor for them. He's on a nice contract. If I'm not mistaken, he has one year left before he gets his big payday. Unless if they decide to keep him. But the most intriguing thing right here, and one of the biggest surprises in the draft, the Suns taking Cam Johnson. Now, Cam Johnson is the best shooter in the draft. Don't, don't get it wrong. He has a very, very silky smooth jump shot. But that's pretty much all that he has. He is, you can compare him to Kyle Korver. He's very catch and shootish. He isn't really running off of screens or anything like that, though. He isn't the best defender. Um, his IQ isn't that high as he turns the ball over a lot when he does get the ball and he's forced to put it on the floor. So it's very... I'm not sure what the Suns were thinking, to be honest. Um, not only that, but he's very injury prone. Like He's battling two injuries right now that he's trying to overcome. Uh, the Suns already have a pretty good shooter in Devin Booker. They both play the same position. I'm not sure. I've, I've been trying in my head to put together a reason why they would draft him. But I'm going to just have to chalk it up to the Suns being the Suns and not knowing what they're doing in that front office. They don't even have their trainer anymore, Aaron Nelson. Aaron Nelson was one of the best trainers in the NBA. Um, who knows what the Suns are doing. If they don't get D-Lo and they have a terrible season next season, don't be shocked to hear Devin Booker wants out. You heard it here first. Now, the fifth and last trade I want to talk about for this episode involved the Sixers and the Celtics. Now, the Celtics sent over their 20th pick, which turned out to be Matisse Thybul, to the Sixers in exchange for the 24th pick, Romeo Langford, and the 33rd pick, Carson Edwards. Now, for the 76ers, getting Thybul, uh, he's okay. I mean, he's a, a very, very nice defender. But he can't shoot the ball at all. And looking at the Sixers and their roster, they need more shooting. They're losing J.J. Redick in free agency. Ben Simmons refuses to shoot. Jimmy Butler, if they break him back, is an okay shooter. Same with Joel Embiid. He's very streaky. Doesn't even like to be on the perimeter like that. So it's pretty interesting why they would go for a defender. I can understand if he was a 3 and D type of guy. But just to be a straight-up defender, think of Andre Roberson. That'll be his player comp. It's pretty weird why, why they would go in that direction. But looking at the Celtics and their picks, Romeo Langford, uh, he battled a thumb injury pretty much the whole year. That's why he's dropped so much. He isn't a shooter. He's much more of a slasher, athletic type of guy, very young, very raw. Uh, Carson Edwards, he's a nice shooter. Um, he balled out during the NCAA tournament, but he's very short for the position. Uh, I want to say he's shorter than six foot. Hell, he's probably shorter than five ten. Now that I'm thinking about it, um, he lacks on defense. Uh, he isn't really a passing type of guard either. 
But uh, being in that Brad Stevens system, who knows? Brad Stevens seems to get the most out of their players. Well, unless you're a star player, then you pretty much want to butt heads with Brad Stevens. But uh, for all the other guys in the Brad Stevens system, he's going to get the most out of you and you're going to overperform. So it's going to be pretty interesting to see if these guys actually, in fact, make the roster and if not sent to the G League, what type of noise they're going to be making. All right, and now do it for today's episode of the Post Fade Podcast. Stay tuned as the next episode should be coming out either tomorrow or on Sunday. I will be talking about the last five trades that I found most intriguing and the 2019 NBA draft. In the meantime, feel free to like on your favorite podcasting apps. Follow me on Twitter, YouTube, uh, Facebook at the Post Fade Podcast. You can also hit me up on Gmail at thepostfadepodcast at gmail.com. You know, send me questions, discussions, anything. I'll try to add them into the podcast for you guys, and we'll go from there. Build this community up. In the meantime, much love. I'm out. This year has us all wanting to be healthier, and that includes our eye health. But how do you get vision coverage if you're retiring? It's actually pretty easy. VSP, the vision coverage many people get through work, offers individual vision plans. Enroll anytime, on any device, and start using your benefits the same day. You don't need to be an employee to get employee-level vision coverage. Visit VSPDirect.com today. That's VSPDirect.com. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.